Hey everybody, you're listening to Canary Cry Radio. My name is Gans. Basil is out today. He has an ear infection, so please pray for him. It's episode 156, and we're going to have a conversation with Donnie Darkened. We're going to get right to it. I do want to let you know that Canary Cry Radio operates as a value-for-value podcast, which means we provide value for free, and the only way that we are able to keep going is if you provide value back. You can do so in the form of time, talent, or treasure. Go to canarycry.support to learn more. So, without any further ado, episode 156, False Light, with Donnie Darkened. We will launch a new age. Somebody said to me the other day, you're the most famous person in the world by far. I said, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. They said, yes, you are. I said, no. They said, who's more famous? I said, Jesus Christ. Donald Trump is Gamati Mashiach Mandovid. Do you know what that means? That his name is a Gamatia? Of course, it doesn't mean he's Mashiach Mandovid. Let's forget that. Right? That cuts out. But you don't realize something. Somebody who will turn a nation completely diametrically opposite is a Messiah. For them, yes. He, I believe, is the Mashiach of Edom. Isn't that interesting? Because think about it. What does the Mashiach do? Right? He turns a nation, basically that's going awry. I mean, it's, it's collapsing with the evil and the immorality. He turns it around. That's a Messiah. You're listening to Canary Cry Radio, episode 156, False Light, Donnie Darkened. My name is Gans. Basil is out with an ear infection. Please pray for his ear to feel better. At the time of recording, we are mere hours since it was first announced that Donald Trump has been indicted. While many people are either in joyful glee or outrage over the egregious abuse of the legal system, others are suggesting that this is just another brick in the wall of deception being formed to lead sincere people away from the way, the truth, and the life. Back in 2016, I published a video clickbaitingly titled, Is Donald Trump the Antichrist? on the now-terminated Face Like the Sun YouTube channel. After hundreds of thousands of views and tens of thousands of comments, it seemed clear that most folks didn't think he was. After all, how can the only politician going against the deep state be the man of sin? But the video wasn't exactly claiming that Trump was the prophesied Antichrist, but rather a way to bring many people interested in such a question, to actually study the word and see what it says about the man of sin or what the man of sin will actually do. That being said, with Trump's indictment announcement coming on the Thursday before Palm Sunday, it is interesting that the former president, who is presumably innocent from any major crime, is expected to appear in court on Holy Week leading up to Easter. The parallels to an innocent Jesus being brought before the courts cannot be missed. Whoever are truly behind Trump and his operation do appear to be educated on the biblical account of Jesus, but also biblical eschatology, but with a flair of occult numerology and esoteric philosophy, perhaps aligned with the kind of literature that was promoted by QAnon a few years ago. To help us examine this connection between Trump and the narrative of a dying and rising God, a beast that receives a mortal head wound, yet lives and who might deceive the elect if that were possible. 
we welcome our brother in Christ, Donnie Darkened, to Canary Cry Radio. Donnie Darkened, how you doing? Good. I'm doing very good, Gons. Thank you for having me on. Appreciate you being here. Uh, before we jump in too far into anything specific, give us your elevator pitch on your thesis about Donald Trump. You know, if you had 30 seconds in an elevator, what do you tell someone about this idea that you have about his uh, identity? Uh, good question, Gons. And what I would say is that most Christians have a view of the Antichrist that stems from a lot of Hollywood, a lot of just popular culture. And that is that he will be an overtly adversarial enemy to Christians at, uh, starting out at first. But if we really read and study the scripture, when we read about the Antichrist, I see a man who tries to be like Christ, who comes to God's people as a wolf in sheep's clothing, one who uh, will lead them astray because of their trust in man and their hope in this world. And I believe that Satan has, is offering God's people his counterfeit Messiah, his counterfeit Christ, who is going to save their, the world and who's going to uh, bring about an age of peace and safety and security and prosperity. And I believe that many Christians are walking into uh, a trap, a spiritual trap. And I believe that this could perhaps be what was warned about in Revelation about uh, the beast. Yeah, and that makes a lot of sense, especially as we record this, you know, the West and East are splitting, the U.S. dollars losing power. There's a whole slew of reasons for a, at the very least, a savior figure to come in to rescue the Western world, or at least help it uh, tra not transcend, but uh, uh, progress into a new stage, so to speak. Um, but, you know, I'm going to go out on a limb and say your name isn't actually Donnie Darkened. Like do, do, <laughs> you don't have like Mr. Darkened on your license or anything, but <laughs> you, you don't have to, <laughs> you don't have to dox yourself here, but uh, can you give us a little bit about your background, how you came to Christ and then sort of the, mm -hmm. the thread that led you to this Trump theory? Of course. Yes. So I was raised uh, Catholic actually. And uh, when I turned 15 years old, I actually got into a lot of the, uh, the truther, uh, movements in, uh, on YouTube. Um, I forget how many years you've been around Gons, but I, I swear I watched you like maybe 10 years. I mean, I don't know how long you've been around, but I remember you were one of the channels that I used to love watching. And, uh, I got really involved in the truther movement, um, with a biblical view. I denounced Catholicism and, uh, you know, it started off with the, the nine 11, uh, stuff and it, you know, years later i was pretty into it and uh you know trump comes around in about you know 2015 and announces his presidency and i'm you know i was on board i was like hey you know this this guy is opposing the new world order he is he is opposing the globalist uh you know new world order system and i thought to myself well this is great like i'm gonna support him and i actually ended up becoming a really really big supporter of his to the point of even making videos and uh, talking about my support for Trump. Um, a lot of you may not know I'm a black, I'm a, I'm a young black man. So um, it, it was uh, very appealing for a lot of people to see a young black man 
in 2015, 2016, you know, supporting Trump. And I got, I was very, very in that world. Um, I won't say how much, but I was very involved in the, uh, the uh, MAGA movement. And it was about 2019, maybe 2020 even, probably later in 2020, because I did vote for Trump in 2020 as well. Uh, but uh, it was almost like uh, a lot of really interesting information would just somehow find me. You know, it started off with uh, some really weird occult connections, predictive programming about Trump. And, you know, for a, for a long time, I, I, I dismissed it as, you know, coincidence or I said, I, I don't know what I'm supposed to do with this information. And uh, I started following a YouTube channel named uh, Angel White and uh, a great channel, by the way. And he was making the case since 2016 that Donald Trump was actually the man of sin uh, spoken about in scripture. and. He has just a very extensive collection of videos uh, going over his, ev his evidence and going over the predictive programming and everything. And uh, I was pretty fascinated at the time, but also at the same time, I was into the Q movement. I wasn't into it like where I was really trusting in it, but I would watch like a lot of the uh, popular Q people and uh, channels. And uh, eventually it got to the point where I was really at a crossroads. It's like, okay, either, either this guy is, is legitimately going to, you know, defeat the cabal or he's the antichrist. And so what I ended up doing was I ended up turning to the word because I was a Christian, but I wasn't really too studied in, in the Bible. So <laughs> I would say all throughout maybe the latter half of 2020, 2021, really, really digging into scripture itself and, and seeing, uh, you know, what it had to say. And what really got me was talking about, you know, uh, the beast and the harlot and how the beast is not the harlot and the harlot is not the beast. Um, but eventually what happens is the beast destroys the harlot. And uh, there's, a pop there's a really good channel called E511 Ministries. Uh, you may have heard of them, Gons. Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I, I began watching his videos and it all started to kind of click to me that, wait a minute, the new world order that is being propped up right now, the tyrannical, overtly evil uh, new world order is merely a tool for Satan to use so that people will accept his false light. And I started to realize that Satan operates on imitation and infiltration rather than uh clear overt antagonism and opposition and i started to really put the pieces together and to me it, it does seem like satan is revealing all of this uh new world or this this current order this new world order at large he is revealing it to to people so that way they can accept the uh solution to this problem and uh it's it's all very interesting yeah yeah no there's there's a lot there you uh it's it's true that we're all sort of learning as things unfold 
Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we, we never know exactly where things are headed, but it seems that scripture does lay out uh, a lot of different tensions. And uh, certainly in terms of the Antichrist, the man of sin, there's, there's a lot of drama with the, uh, you know, the mortal headwind in revelation 13. There's uh, mm-hmm. various passages that we've looked at. And this idea that uh, Chris white post and well studied stuff that I, I always talk about the false Christ uh, will the yep. Antichrist present himself as the Jewish Messiah? And that itself is such a hot topic in terms of speaking about anything related to uh, Israel and Judaism and everything else. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it's it seems that you've uh, uh, you, you saw enough information to start to at least consider this idea that they're setting him up for some kind of uh, savior figure, whether it be actual Bible prophecy fulfilled or, you know, just some game that somebody's playing at the elite levels and seeing the kind of things that uh, might work in sort of a magic type of way. Um, But let's start with the indictment. Let's talk about that for a second, because uh, what are your thoughts? You know, they're they're uh, again, as we're recording this, it's March 31st. So we see through a glass darkly when it comes to the next few days. Um, So people listening might have more information as to what played out during Holy Week and his alleged, you know, he's supposed to appear in court on Tuesday. Uh, and, you know, what else? there are other theories that people are throwing out there. I've, I've seen everything from, hey, they're going to try to assassinate him and that could be part of his uh, mortal head wound. Uh, what are your thoughts of the indictment in general? Yeah. So I've been talking for months now about the persecution of Trump because that's something that Trump has been talking about for a very long time is his persecution. Uh, I believe he said that he is the most, he believes he is the most persecuted person in all of history, uh, <laughs> which is, which is interesting that he said that. Um, and, you know, I, it, like I always say, you know, watch what Trump says because everything he says, I believe is very, very calculated. All of the different problems that he said would happen uh, while he was gone from office has all pretty much happened. I mean, there's a MAGA slogan, Trump was right about everything. Right. Right. So when he began to talk about his persecution, it reminded me of Jesus's persecution. And I said to my, and uh, I was familiar with one of the, uh, the Q posts that says, watch for the first arrest. You know, the, uh, mm. I, I don't remember exactly how it goes. And I had this thought, I'm like, what if the first arrest is Trump? Right. Because everybody thought it would be Hillary or Obama right. or, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I said, what if, what if it's Trump is the first arrest? And uh, I got to pull up that post to see what, exactly what it said, but it was along those lines. And, um, you know, I, I, I was talking about, you know, there could be a, a, a point in time where Trump, Trump's persecution would ramp up to where they could arrest him. And uh, here we are now, months later, and uh, it seems like that's, that's the case. And all leading right up to Holy Week, uh, I think it's really interesting the parallels um but I, you know i've been i see a lot of maga people on on twitter who are making these uh show or displaying these uh parallels but they're but they're 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 demonstrating it as if we'll see trump's a man of god trump he's like they're pro trump but they're 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 acknowledging these parallels and i'm saying you know acknowledge these parallels but know that satan is the great imitator Mm-hmm. And that the Antichrist is, is the false Messiah, and he comes to do the things that uh, that he w- that Jesus was rejected for, and the things that Jesus will fulfill in the second coming. 
uh, you know, we go back to, you know, where Jesus was talking to the Pharisees and he said, you know, I come in my father's name and you, know, you do not receive me, but mm-hmm. one shall come in his own name and him he shall receive. And, you know, we have, you know, Trump who by all means comes in his own name. He, he has so many dozens, maybe hundreds of businesses with the Trump name. And what's interesting is that is the, uh, the Jewish response to Trump, which is, you know, similar to how the Jews viewed Cyrus. There's even a, uh, a, a coin temp, uh, that's minted in Jerusalem, uh, and it shows uh, Donald Trump and King Cyrus uh, next to each other. And it says, you know, and he charged me to build him a house, you know, speaking of the temple. And, you know, if, for those who don't know, King Cyrus was the, um, the, the Persian king who defeated Babylon and allowed the Jews to return home so that they may build their second temple. And in Isaiah, he, you know, he is called the Messiah. And uh, right now, the most, what's, what I find very disturbing is that the overseer of the, uh, of the uh, King Solomon's uh, tomb, the overseer of King Solomon's tomb is right now attempting to link Trump's genealogy with King David's. Now, if that deter- if it determines that Trump is genealogically linked to King David, that would enable his candidacy for the Messiah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, especially in the modern, in the current Jewish eschatological setup. Yeah, that that, that kind of stuff mm-hmm, is important. Yes. So yes, yes. Yeah, right. That, that exactly. Very fascinating. And the Cyrus comparison was also that that was part of the talking points in evangelical circles in 2016. You know, people comparing mm-hmm. him to Cyrus, uh, freeing, mm-hmm. you know, going against the New World Order in Babylon. So yeah, there, all these familiar talking points. Now, I do uh, want to mention uh, because you said you were uh, into the Q stuff and maybe not, you know, like a true representative, but at least the information there. And that's sort of the trap, right? The, the information, mm-hmm. some of it is based on a lot of truthful f- stuff that a lot of the truth community was talking about. So that's sort of the bait, it seems. But mm-hmm. uh, Trump, when he uh, uh, wrote about his indictment on truth, social misspelled indicted. Right. And there's always there's always been these misspells, right? Like, oh, they misspelled mm-hmm. this word or that word. And that's what's you know, how it's misspelled in the key oh, drops. Beep. Yeah. So um, indicted. Uh, he, he spelled it. I think he spelled it in indicated, indicated. indicated. Yeah, yeah. And that's a, a capital capitalized word in some Q drop somewhere. I, I don't remember where I didn't. I, you know, I'm not doing a I'll maybe be showing it on the screen here, but. It's stuff like that that makes me think, oh, okay, maybe the Q thing was certainly like a Trump underground, you know, uh, sort of the unofficial um, uh, grassroots type of thing to try to get people excited about Trump. And that, that could be part of the massive psyop in general. Um, but what do you think about Q now, you know, now that you're looking at things, trying to tie things to scripture uh, just in general? Well, yeah, that's a good question. So I have a thread about uh, the Q movement and what I believe is happening there. And uh, what it seems like to me is Q is acting as sort of a John the Baptist for uh, Trump and his re- and his uh, return to power. And um, you know, I've been following a lot of the Q uh, drops and and the dates and the times. And there's a number one. There's a lot of 
strange numerology going on with a lot of their posts. But yeah. more, more importantly, you know, uh, <laughs> the, the, the Q movement is, is propping up Trump as the savior of the world. And, right. um, you know, this, this, this is leading a lot of Christians into it. And they are now seeing Trump as someone who is, you know, sent by God to be the modern David and bring about, you know, the destruction of Satan's forces here on earth. And that it's 5D chess and all this stuff. It's a military operation. But my question to them is, what if it's not Trump who's playing 5D chess against the cabal, but rather it's Satan playing 5D chess with you, right? Yeah. At the end of the day, Satan doesn't care about controlling the world. He's, he already has dominion over the world. He's already the God of this world, lowercase g, in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, four verse 4. He already has dominion over, over this earth and this age. He, his goal is to bring as many souls to hell with him as possible, to draw as many away from the true God as he can. So it's this, this entire thing is about deception rather than it is this, this perceived war against good and evil. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. You know, the, I noticed that uh, for years, uh, people like Derek Gilbert and others, our friends over there at uh, Skywatch and uh, PID radio, you know, they had been calling out the new apostolic reformation, the NAR for a long time, because they have some pretty strong, influences in washington and they lean charismatic and they talk about the seven mountains uh where they're supposed to conquer the seven mountains of influence before jesus can return and th that crowd seems to be uh, very in line with or at least some in that movement um appear to be supporting uh, the, the kind of charismatic stuff that I see supporting Trump as some sort of messianic figure, you know, sent by God to uh, reverse course on things going on on earth. It's that group or that movement partly. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's a lot of evangelicals out there too, but mm -hmm. you're, I think you're right. I think that there is a, a, a serious deception going on and the, the church itself is very susceptible. And again, the timing of everything is very interesting to me because we are, on the heels of the Nashville about a week now since the Nashville uh, shooter, the trans uh, activist who went in and killed uh, three children and three uh, adults. And there's a bunch of numerology stuff there too, that, you know, we won't get into uh, We covered it on Canary cry news talk, but uh, there is outrage that they are stirring up evangelicals to, new heights because now the the government and you know, certain people in the democratic party they're sort of taking the side of the trans movement and not so much the christians and the child the christian children who got murdered in cold blood that in that comes right before the trump indictment it just seems to me that they are creating the atmosphere for emotionally to support somebody to get us out of this you know, whatever progressivism and liberalism, which it's tough because and I'm sure you've experienced this. It's hard to have these conversations sometimes because for people that are stuck in the right, left paradigm, if you speak against Trump, then all of a sudden you're a leftist, you know, Democrat. <laughs> it's like, wait a minute. That's, that's not what I am either. Uh, have you experienced some of that where it's, it's challenging to talk about these issues in a sort of right, left paradigm world? 
Yes. So I remember when I first created my account, uh, most of the replies I got were, uh, so, you know, go vote for Hillary or, you know, you, you're, you're, <laughs> you know, you're working for Biden. And, right. you know, it kind of went over a lot of people's heads. I still see a lot of that, but uh, I'm very grateful that a lot of people have stuck around um, since the beginning and kind of seen the, the evolution of this. But um, yeah, I mean, it's, 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 it's insane. The, the, the narrative that's being pitched to us right now, you know, we had this, uh, this guy who, you know, is standing against globalism, right? He, the, the election is stolen from him, right? Mm -hmm. The mass pandemic happens. And then, and then, you know, they put in Joe Biden, who we can all agree is completely inept. We, we can agree he is not, he's obviously not fit for the job of presidency. Like yeah. everyone can admit that. But it, it's almost as if they put the, the, the most irrationally stupid man in office right after <laughs> Trump, you know, and then everything yeah. goes wrong. Everything that Trump warned about happening is happening, you know, uh, with Russia invading Ukraine, you know, the, the, the World War Three talk, the economy, the gas prices, uh, you know, everything mm -hmm. it, that and um you know, it, it's just really funny this this narrative that's being presented. It's 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 humanity is going to have to eventually come to the crossroads of, you know, uh, accept this this new world order at large, or do we uh, follow you know Trump and do we make make things right in the world? Yeah, and especially in the context of if we if we sort of chisel it down to the doctrines. We're talking about a constitutional republic versus a more progressive sort of autocracy type of system uh, where, you know, clearly there's been a split happening here where in the world, the West and the East, you know, as we record this again, we're on the same week. We had uh, the first oil settlement in Yuan. We had uh, BRICS announcing that they're creating a currency that's going to basically usurp the u.s dollar saudi arabia is saying that they're gonna uh do, you know, they actually did make a, a like an oil refinery deal with china so the u.s dollar is pretty much not the world reserve currency anymore we're in the transition period and so it, the west and the united states leading that charge in in at the heels of this horrific war in ukraine where I think a majority of Americans, it's very interesting to see the flip happen where at the beginning it was, oh, we must support Ukraine. And certainly there's a lot of people still saying that. But in general, I think the majority uh, sentiment on something like Ukraine is that why are we sending them so much money and weapons? You know, that, that's like the common person is starting to ask those questions. And anytime mm -hmm. that happens, I, I question, OK, they're allowing this sentiment to grow because they're setting up for the guy or the person or whoever to reverse course or to fix it or whatever. And so uh, you are sort of forced into, and I've seen a lot of sentiment where people are saying, well, what's, you know, what, what are you going to, what's, there's no other way. There's no other, like, how else are you going to get anything done? You mm -hmm. got to support the guy who's going to get, get things done. And so it, it's tough because at a very practical level, those people might be, onto something in that yeah of course we don't want mm -hmm. crazy mm -hmm. pedophiles literally in office like telling, <laughs> telling us what to do and making laws and stuff that's not what we want uh, mm -hmm. but the alternative to that might be something where 
uh, it's an easy trap for idolatry and perhaps even uh, the great deception where, um, you know, and it doesn't even have to be the actual fulfillment of end times Bible prophecy. It can be a very powerful archetype of it, but it just goes to show that these things are, and I've always talked about how biblical prophecy has this sort of cyclical nature where it sort of seems to have history mm-hmm. is replete, replete with people who think Bible prophecy is being fulfilled in their time because mm-hmm. things that are written in the scriptures line up with stuff going on all over. And mm-hmm. so I think this might be another one of those phases. And it doesn't mean that it's not true mm-hmm. or it's not fulfilled. It's, it just means that, the scriptures transcends our timeline. It, it's able to speak mm-hmm. to every generation truth. Mm-hmm. And so um, yeah. I think this is a fascinating conversation and yeah. uh, keeping staying grounded because otherwise you can get carried away in the, on the Trump train and, you know, mm-hmm. go all full MAGA. And, and look, I'm not saying those people are wrong or, or bad people. I'm actually, I think they're genuine people that want good in the world. And that's precisely it. It's the people that genuinely, genuinely want good in the world that get mm-hmm. duped into supporting something like this. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I want to say I completely agree with you that you know this might not be the actual fulfillment of end times prophecy, but there is sort of a cyclical nature of of these things. And yeah, his, there's nothing new under the sun. History has always repeated itself. There's com- a lot of comparisons you can make with uh, for Trump for a lot of other people. Um, now, now that doesn't mean that I don't believe that this is the fulfillment. I, I mean, I believe it very well could be. And, you know, what better time than a time of heightened knowledge of, you know, the Internet and this global mm. connection that we have uh, through technology. And even with the yeah. rise of AI, which I talked about briefly uh, a couple of days ago, I think. And I was talking about how it's interesting how fast AI is uh, is progressing. And we have Elon Musk, who has been, you know, talking about AI and warning about the, the potential threats and dangers for many, many years, I speculate that Elon Musk, it, when when the time comes, he will say that we have no choice but to merge with AI. Uh, mm-hmm. in, and and uh, with, and I've I've heard someone reply to my comment that he actually has said something like he this, has said which, that yeah he okay. said that in the past. Okay, well there you go. And I speculated that perhaps Elon Musk could very well be the false prophet who promises the world eternal life by digitizing their consciousness and merging with AI. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he, uh, he sends fire down in the sight of men through his mm-hmm. rockets. And, uh, you know, the, I've speculated that the, uh, the AI could be what grants us access to these advanced technolo- technological blessings in the same way that the Holy Spirit gives us access to the Father's spiritual blessings and that AI could potentially be some sort of unholy spirit that, you know, gains us access to these uh, earthly things. Um, yeah. 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 hundred percent. I, I mean, I, that's a, it was a major theme uh, for, of study for several years on my, the YouTube channel and Canary Cry Radio News Talk. Um, but really the it, Revelation 13 is the blueprint, in my opinion, of AI. You have, imagine this, imagine, and again, we're recording this March 31st and I have no idea and I'm not speculating on this happening, but just as a scenario, imagine Trump gets assassinated somehow, or they, you know, something happens to him and they roll out, uh, (laughs) Trump GPT. It's like, it's like, it's like a chat bot version of Trump and, and Trump GPT is able to answer 
you know, all the questions about how to defend a constitutional republic and what decisions politicians should make and yada, yada, yada. And it's all of a sudden you have an image of Trump that is able to interact. And if you don't worship it, then you, you know, you can get killed and there's all sorts of layers to that. But um, Mm. the, the idea that the image of the beast in the, the Bible is presumably an inanimate object. Mm-hmm. A, a, a statue is, is an idol, an image throughout mm-hmm. the scriptures is, you know, God says, don't worship the image. It's a stone. There's nothing there. Of course, when you look back at the, whoa, <laughs> sorry, that's you, my uh, son. <laughs> no, it's okay. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, children are welcome on the show. Um, if you look back <laughs> throughout the old Testament and especially the, the pagan and Babylonian rituals and beliefs they had, they used images and idols as a way to summon the gods, lowercase G and somehow they believe that, you know, if you do the correct rituals and summon them and give them food and all this stuff and sacrifices, then the image or idol houses, it becomes sort of a body for the spirits to inhabit. And if you think about AI, the, the this advancement, it really is a, a sort of uh, inanimate object suddenly having breath. And it actually says that in Revelation 13, you know, it was allowed to give breath to the image. The only other time breath is given to something inanimate dirt and it becomes something is when God creates man. So Mm. there is this parallel of, Oh, looks like we are going to do something like the, we as in humanity, not like Christians, but uh, humanity will do something similar to God breathing the breath of life into dirt to make man a breath being given to an image. And then it speaks and it has all this authority it sounds like AI to me. I'm just, you know what I mean? It's like in 2023, it's like, oh, okay, that kind of makes sense. You know, it didn't make much sense for most people throughout history, looking at that in the context of AI, but in 2023, it's like, oh yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. And then object speaking and conducting and, and it's smarter than you and knows things. And uh, it might get to the point where if you don't worship it, if you don't agree to it, then you are exterminated either literally or, you know, metaphorically or literally. So Mm -hmm. there's a lot there. And I think you're right. I think the one variable that makes this time different from a lot of other times is the technology that is present. The topic of aliens and UFOs Mm -hmm. that have become very prevalent in conversation in, in the highest places of governments and everything else. So, yeah, there are variables now that seem to uh, create a more cosmic level uh, consequence for any type of individual who is claiming to be the savior of the world, including mm. Elon Musk, who's, uh, you know, sort of being set as uh, the the technocrat that is championing free speech and freedom. And, and I think maybe a, a Trump return to Twitter is being it was already coordinated at some point. He'll probably do that. And and maybe that's part of the, you know, the, the grand fervor of continuing the, the show here. Um, but. Can you uh, give us some what's what are the let's do like a top three most compelling pieces of evidence that you've seen to uh, the idea that Trump may be being set up as the savior figure, as we call the Antichrist? Mm-hmm. So top three things, I would say, number one, uh, read the book uh, Rise of the Little Horn by Jonathan Dane. A uh, really, really good book. It's available on Amazon. And I mean, it's just goes through all of the scriptures and uh, referring to the Antichrist and end times. And he goes verse by verse and draws parallel to 
the the beast in scripture to Donald Trump. And, uh, you know, he goes over his genealogy, which is, uh, which is very interesting. Uh, his, with his grandmother's maiden name, uh, being Christ, uh, right, Eliz- yeah. Elizabeth Christ and, and, uh, his father's name, uh, Frederick Christ Trump. Um, <laughs> we have, uh, so many things from his birth, um, uh, up until, you know, which, which was on the, uh, the blood moon directly after the Babylon working rituals, which if you're not familiar with, you, you know, look, uh, go on yeah. my profile and type in Babylon working. It's, it's really interesting. Yeah. Our and, listeners are very familiar with, uh, all of Jack Parsons uh, dirty deeds. Oh, so yeah. Oh, great. Well, well, yeah. So if you didn't know that connection, Donald Trump was born on the very first blood moon directly after these rituals and, you know, Alistair Crowley, you know, the moon child was, mm-hmm. was the whole point. Uh, and, and, you know, Alistair Crowley said that the moon child would be the one who would bring about the Aeon of Horus. Mm-hmm. And I believe that this Aeon of Horus, well, Crowley says that it's the, it's instead of the age of God, it's the age of man. Mm-hmm. And it's all about uh, realizing our divinity, realizing that we are powerful conscious beings and connect on all interconnect uh, collectively conscious which is all part of new age deception, spiritual deception. If we go back to Alice Bailey, she talked about the age of Aquarius and Mm -hmm. the time where mankind would wake up, become awakened to this divinity. And, uh, you know, I, I think that what we're seeing now is through man putting their uh, trust in man, we're going to see, uh, mankind be initiated into the occult mysteries, uh, the many on the Q movement talk about the great awakening, right? And mm-hmm. I believe this great awakening is exactly the false spiritual awakening that uh, the occults has been talking about and bringing about for so long. Uh, Marie, uh, the infamous witch and occultist Marina Abramovic, yes, mm-hmm. she she said twice now that uh, you know she said that she went to uh, a temple in Lotland and there was a group of shamans there. And what they do is they collectively dream together. And, you know, she said she spoke to one of the shamans after their, their, their uh, session. And she said that the shaman told her that the best thing to happen in this world right now is Trump being the president because he is uh, a, a, a magician of the highest order who's going to bring about, you know, chaos and then order and that there would be a new order and that that humanity would have go through an awakening, you know, and, yeah. uh, and I, and I see a lot of this, especially in the QAnon movement, there's a book, I think, uh, it's called uh, QAnon and the thousand years of peace, which is interesting because Jesus Christ, you know, after he returns to earth, he brings about a thousand years of peace. Mm-hmm. He brings about his millennial kingdom. Mm-hmm. And, uh, <laughs> there's just so many, you know, uh, parallels here of, of Trump being this guy who's going to, you know, bring about this new age, bring about this new order. Um, you know, and, and it's, it, it, it's so much, it's, it's almost overwhelming. I, I don't even know really where to start on a lot of this stuff. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it is, it's, I asked you for three and you gave a bunch more, which I think is uh, indicative of the, the plethora of data points that this topic brings. If you really go down the rabbit trail, it's pretty endless. There are a lot of things that, And again, not everything has to be deliberate, but in my view, anytime there are signs that things that we can sort of 
deconstruct and see data points to support a theory, it's always a spiritual imprint for me. You know, it's not always that there's a deliberate person, you know, connecting this thing to make it happen. Although there, I think there are certainly things of that nature as well. It's mm-hmm. more of the spiritual deception, the, the mm-hmm. imprint of evil that I think we can recognize through certain mm-hmm. numerological coincidences and things like that. So yes. uh, I, I, I think you're onto something with this. And I, I, I tend to think that this is more of a, staging and yeah like a true setup because mm-hmm. there's a lot of weird stuff about trump that we've talked about it over the years the uh, one of the things that tripped me out was it's something called the del shaw paintings do you know about the del shaw paintings i think um, so it's uh, the early 1900s there was a painter named del shaw he drew all these pictures of uh flying vehicles they weren't really called ufos back then that wasn't part of the cultural vernacular but they, he drew all these airships and he has a few airships that are that just says Trump. It's the Trump train, for example, oh, it has like the number 45 written on it. This is, you know, something that was drawn in 1920 or something. Really? So, never, I don't think I've heard of that. No. Yeah, you should check it out. It's, it's very interesting. It's a, yeah, it's a blimp type of thing. It says Trump. It's called Trump train. I think you can get like a print of it on Amazon or something. But um, yeah, and it's got the 45. It says April. I can't read the the text. There's like a little thing that says Houston, Texas, Saturday, April 26. I think it says 1920 on there. Um, but there's, you know, there's just a bunch of stuff kind of coded into this thing, which is very fascinating. Uh, and, and that's yeah. one of those things that's weird. Trump's uncle being one of the first people to grab the Tesla documents, you know, mm-hmm. when Tesla's. Uh, documents were all captured by the intelligence agencies. They didn't know what was going on. They're like, we don't understand what all this means. I believe it was Trump's uncle who was brought in to try to sort of understand what, you know, Mm -hmm. Tesla's notes meant stuff like that, where it's like, okay, that's weird. And then obviously I think most people now know about the Ingersoll Lockwood uh, books from about a hundred years ago, talking about uh, the last president, you have a Baron Trump's adventures. I mean, it's just kind of like, man, if there's any intention involved, this it's been a, a plan for for at least a hundred years, maybe more. <laughs> yeah, it's very I, I interesting. Wanna, I want to comment too on uh, what you said about uh, it being spiritual forces behind it. Mm-hmm. And yes, a lot of people say, well, you know, how could uh, people really sit down and make all of these connections and 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 for all these years? And it's like that's the thing. I don't think man can do that. I don't right. think man has the ability to do that. Yeah. I believe that these are spiritual forces at work and that Satan and the fallen angels are offering or, uh, or, or planning out this, uh, this false flag, uh, psychological operation on all of mankind, elite included. See, a lot of people look at it as, oh, you know, the elite, they're the, they're the ones who are all knowing. They're the ones who are hiding, you know, divine knowledge from us. They're the ones who are con- in control of everything. And, and that's what I believed for a very long time. But what I'm starting to realize now is that it, it is really Satan and the fallen angels who have encompassed all of humanity into this. And the elite are another tool that Satan's going to use. He's told them the lie that they're going to they're live forever. They're going to be his gods. They're going to rule the earth. But Satan knows that they're, that they're going to be destroyed. Satan knows that this current order and all of the all of the uh, corrupt, evil, satanic rulers, he knows that their day is coming. But he needs that he needs that to happen because if 
because the, uh, the, 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 the new world order at large has to be real. It, like just like a, a, a $2 bill is physically real, but it has to be because when Satan props up his false light champion to destroy it, uh, you know, it, it, it's, it's all happening and it, it's all really happening so that people will, will see that what, what, what's going on and they will accept Satan's solution. But, um, but yeah, I, w- I would say that people need to be careful not to, you know, look at the elite as the all-knowing ones. And that's what a lot of the occult is, is, mm-hmm. is the message that they are hiding divine truth from us. And, and, you know, that's what the occult mysteries is, 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 is this hidden truth. Yeah. And what it really is, is, the, is a lie, which is the same lie that, you know, the serpent told to Eve, which is that, you know, you shall not surely die. You shall, you shall be as God, knowing good mm-hmm. and evil. And, uh, and this, this lie is being slowly revealed. And that's what this great awakening is. That's what this false spiritual awakening is. See, there's many, there's many people who, uh, support Trump and there's a lot in the truther movement. I would, I would even go as far as to say that the truther movement is not a Christian movement. It is a new age movement. And um, I would say that, you know, uh, Christians who are, 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 very into the truther movement need to be careful because i've seen a lot of christians fall away into new age thinking because of you know the 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 new age movement at large and yeah uh, i I have to agree with you on that and and i was making i think 2011 was when i started my youtube channel and published age of deceit fallen angels in the new world order and that there were other documentaries, age of Aquarius, Keith Thompson, there were documentaries out there that talked about the Christian perspective on topics like the new age and UFOs and and everything else. And the occult, especially exposing Freemasonry books about it for decades leading up to that YouTube era. But I noticed that the truth movement in the early 2010s had a very strong Christian core it was it was a strong Christian community who, on the shoulders of giants, you know, metaphorically speaking, not real giants, but um, of people who had been talking about it and writing about it for years. I, I'll miss some people, but just to name a few, there's like Chuck, uh, Chuck Missler. Um, oh gosh, I mean it, all the people that we know from Canary Cry Radio, but also people before Kent Hovind. Um, I'm I'm blanking on some names here from the '90s. But it's just a topic that's been talked about from a Christian perspective. It's just been kind of shunned and ignored. Uh, but then with YouTube, we were able to spread that message a little bit. And I noticed the truth community did have a sort of a time of um, fruitfulness when it comes to people coming to the Lord and understanding those topics from a Christian and biblical worldview. And then two things happened. <laughs> two, two things happened in the 2010s that threw everything into a sort of a chaotic mess one is flat earth. So 20 late 2014 flat earth becomes a topic 20. I think we, and I don't know, maybe we were baited into this in hindsight. It's hard to know for sure. We did an episode about flat earth in 2015. Um, and we interviewed, uh, Oh, I forget his name now. Oh boy. Mark Sargent. That's what it was. Mark Sargent. We talked about flat earth and that sparked a whole time where Christians started arguing about flat earth on the internet. And I'm not here to say whether it's flat or not in this discussion. I'm just talking about the 
the what seemingly, especially in hindsight, seemed to be a type of psyop where you make a topic viral within a community and then it divides the community. And that's exactly what I saw with Flat Earth, because the people that were talking about Flat Earth at the beginning were New Age people. And it infiltrated Mm -hmm. into the Christian conversation, which I thought was very interesting. And then the second thing that happened on the heels of a world where everyone's debating whether the Earth is flat or not, all of a sudden in the world of truth and conspiracy, Trump comes in and he, he changes everything. And he seemed to create, and I've talked about this multiple times, a... What I can honestly say, a co-opting of the truth community, especially the Christian truth community. And like you at the beginning, I was like, okay, you know, this seems like a better situation. Obviously, all the stuff we talked about with the Satanism in high places and politicians are into weird stuff and and all those grotesque things that are part of the infrastructure of our, our leadership that started to become more public. And we were right about that. The people talking about that stuff for years were right about all that stuff. Now, what's going to happen? Well, it's allowed to be public now because there is a quote unquote solution that everyone can go to because breaking down somebody's worldview is the time to give them something to latch onto. You know, for example, and I've heard this before where maybe atheists uh, or somebody who is an atheist starts looking at different things and and their whole atheistic worldview gets shattered. They're like, I don't really think atheism is it anymore. There's way too much evidence for something else. And when that worldview shatters, if you don't have something that's making sense of the world, then they'll start following whatever. There's people that go from atheism to new age philosophies because, oh, maybe there's truth there. And they start going down the rabbit trail of all the new age stuff. And so um, that hijacking of breaking everyone's paradigm, Flat Earth did that. Trump did that with all the stuff surrounding him. And all of a sudden you can herd everybody to an individual or a perceived cause like MAGA. And that, that was the big thing that I noticed was a lot of sincere truthers got really political all of a sudden, <laughs> like 2016. It was like, huh, okay. I, I, you know, these conferences and stuff used to be a bunch of Christians hanging out, talking and, and, you know, it was all, you know, talking about the antichrist and, and the end times and stuff that at least the conferences I was going to. And all of a sudden those conferences were like half, you know, people with QAnon uh, banners and stuff. And it was like, huh, that's weird how it's all politics now. So yeah, I, I think I, I agree with you on, on some of that is it, there was like a true psyop co-opting hijacking of the truth community. And now we're seeing even more of it now where it's, it's, it isn't mainstream. There's a whole, alt media established to support it. Yeah. And, and I would, I would even go as far as to say the, the, the greater truth movement has been actually building the foundations for the B system for quite some time. Uh, you have uh, people like uh, David Ike, David Wilcock, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. who, have been, who, who have been, you know, talking about, you know, the, the truth about the new world order for so long. And this is being purposely revealed to us and it's giving them power and validity and uh, to them and their prescription for what to do about this new world order. And I see a lot of Christians, uh, Christian Trump supporters specifically, who are now taking in a lot of new age ideas uh, based on their uh, support and engagement within these circles. 
And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's really troubling to see so many people falling into this and I can see how it's easy to do. Right. I mean, yeah, but it is very scary. And I just, I, I just heed, you know, fellow, fellow Christians not to, uh, you know, lose track of, of the great hope Christ's return and looking to man to save the world, but to, to keep, to keep that hope, uh, in, in Christ's return where yeah. he comes and actually, you know, gives us true, a true age of peace, a true, uh, his kingdom, his kingdom on earth. And, uh, I think that Christians are trying to establish that for their own. Uh, you know, they, a lot of Christians, they have a lot of zeal for God, but not in accordance with knowledge. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, <laughs> it's, uh, really scary yeah it makes sense why jesus said that did you know uh, especially concerning the false prophets false christs that uh the elect might be deceived if it were possible and this certainly seems like a setup for that uh you brought up david ike and david wilcock um quoted both of them quite a bit over the years uh fellow christian uh someone early in the i guess christian truth movement was chris white he had a documentary called uh david ike debunked that really went over pretty much point by point David Icke's story and thesis and just connected it right to all the crazy new age stuff that's out there. The same channeling and, and things that, that uh, new agers and occultists do. It's, it's a, there's a parallel there. There's a similar message there. It's same thing with alien abductions, by the way, or alien encounters, not maybe not abductions per se, more specifically encounters where they're told by these higher beings that you are chosen. You're here to do great things and, you know, bring a message of peace and light and love to the world. And but a lot of times they'll say, Oh, there's a, there's an evil side that's showing up and you know, you, you have to expose the evil side, which is, fascinating that you you know it's a flippening the, the, they will call good evil and evil good you know it's exactly that and uh with david wilcock he you know years ago i think this was around maybe trump or maybe a little bit before trump became president he was out there saying oh they're getting ready to arrest all the bankers all the bankers are going to go down they're going to start arresting politicians before q david wilcock was saying that whole like awakening you know, the, the tearing down of the, the corruption and all that kind of stuff. So I thought that was interesting because he's the guy before 2012. And I remember this because this is, you know, I was really researching all this stuff pretty heavily back then. David Icke was saying that there's going to be at 2012, <laughs> December 21st, 2012, uh, there, we're going to hit some sort of galactic wave where mm-hmm. in an instant we are going to evolve into ascended, you know, higher beings. And all you have to be is 51% good. And then you will, you know, receive this, uh, this blessing from the cosmos where you uh, become immortal and all this kind of stuff. Of course that I don't think took place. I mean, I'm pretty sure. I mean, at least in <laughs> this timeline, I'm pretty sure yeah. that that time came and went, but after that whole thing fell apart, he disappeared for a couple of years and then he came back and he was talking about the bankers. Oh, they're taking down the bankers. And I was like, whoa, what is that all about? And, and then when Q came around, it was like, okay, maybe that, that was a setup for something like that. And then the other thing I wanted to mention and get your thoughts on is, uh, uh, back in the 1990s, I think it was either 90 or 91. I, I quoted this in age of deceit three. It's manly P hall. He is, uh, uh, you know, a very, well-researched occultist and he, i think he was a freemason wrote the secret keys of freemasonry and the the i forget the all the titles secret agenda for america and 
he stated at his last lecture that the 21st century, the Prince of Peace will come. And just like the, uh, the brothers of the past, he said, uh, they're, you know, the brothers looking out and trying to weed out corruption. The same thing is going to take place in the 21st century. And man, it just seems like that plan is right online to everything <laughs> happening now. And mm-hmm. uh, it seems like it's been ongoing for a long, long time. Not just, uh, uh, you know, all of a sudden Trump pops out of out of nowhere in 2016. I think this is much a, a much longer play. Do you think? Do you think that his? Um, let's do this. Let's talk about Jared Kushner for a moment. I don't mm-hmm. know how much you've looked into Jared Kushner. I've looked into his connections to Judaism, his stuff in Israel. What mm-hmm. do you think his role might be in this whole? apparatus yeah uh jared kushner i know a lot of people think that he, he could possibly be the antichrist and i and i don't deny that entirely um he definitely uh, is uh a, a very important part of trump's legacy um i i speculate that jared kushner is 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 uh essentially like a liaison uh for uh the dark spiritual forces in Trump. Uh, there is a lot of really weird things. Jared Kushner, he almost doesn't seem like he's human entirely. Like, Well, he's, he's the guy that said that we are the last generation. We're either going to be the first generation to live forever or the last generation to die. To die. That's a yeah, direct yeah, quote yeah. from Kushner. Yes. 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 Um, yeah. He, he's definitely, uh, he's definitely on board with the, the, the stark spiritual forces. I, I, I see him as like a, as like a liaison more than anything. Um, I don't know. If, I don't know that he is, all, could be the antichrist because I don't know a lot of Kushner fans. I don't know a lot of people waving like, <laughs> you know, I, I just don't, I just don't see him building up that following. Like Trump has, I mean, people literally would die for Trump. I mean, <laughs> for goodness sakes, you know? Uh, so I think that, uh, yeah, he's an interesting character though, for sure. Um, and he has got yeah. a lot of ties to to the to Judaism and Netanyahu. Mm-hmm. And that Israel is going through its own thing right now with Netanyahu trying to consolidate or at least shift around the uh, the government over there. So it's mm-hmm. you know, there's a lot of turmoil. It's, it, the the shakeup is definitely happening. Uh, and I, we've uh, often and you know uh, to sort of the greater context of what we're talking about with the whole truth stuff too. The the uh, it's normal discourse now. It's it's almost main. It's it is mainstream discourse to be anti World Economic Forum, to be Klaus Schwab haters. And man, I, hey, you know, ten years ago, if you were like down with Klaus Schwab and the World Economic Forum, they'd say like, "What are you talking about? You crazy conspiracy theorist?" Now everyone's on board with this sort of I don't know about this World Economic Forum thing. And oh yeah. It's it's nice in one sense because everyone is waking up to some of the the horrible things happening. But on the other hand, I always say, why are they allowing this? Who benefits from this? Why are they allowing it to happen? And it it seems clear to me that they're creating the the enemy, the bad guys. Right? They're painting the bad guys in the mm-hmm. the story arc so that you identify with a good guy, and that that's a much more effective way to deceive than to just try to get everybody on board with pedophiles and you know all that kind of stuff because the majority <laughs> of people are not for that so um mm-hmm. yeah so i it seems to be much uh planned okay there's something else that i wanted to get into here what do you think he's 
actually going to do? Do you think he will actually be elected president in 2024? Mm-hmm. That's a good question. Um, so I'm of, uh, I lean more towards the belief that Trump, if, if the election in 24 does happen, that Trump could either lose the election or yeah, Trump could either lose the election or there might not be an election. I, I truly believe that Donald Trump's return to power will not be will be outside of uh, ordinary. It will be something. It will be some fanatical event that will happen where he comes to power outside of the the, the standard process. Now, I could be wrong. Um, I, I it just seems to me that that's what is 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 the case just based on a lot of the predictive programming and just the entire nature of all this you know it's 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 the growing spirit of rebellion you know mm-hmm. and uh you know it it says you know the man of sin will not be revealed until the rebellion comes first and and i think that we're seeing a growing spirit of rebellion uh and we are going to see you know trump come back outside of normal means yeah. Yeah. I have so many thoughts here going on at once um, <laughs> because th- th- since 2020, the government has done literally zero, nothing to instill confidence in a 2024 election in terms of how voting is done. How, you know, we have technology that can very much uh, securely and privately cr- uh, do elections. There's no reason why we can't have an authentic voting mechanism at this point, mm-hmm. but we just don't do it. We, there's no effort at all. And maybe, mm-hmm. maybe it's being squashed on purpose, but there's just no effort. So I, I to your point, not having an election or losing the election is, it seems to be the way to well, losing. It would obviously enrage and mobilize the Trump support supporters even more. Mm-hmm. I've often talked about the potential balkanization of the U S where it, I think we're already starting to see it with Texas and Florida making some pretty bold claims about certain issues, whereas other States are a little more murky on it. It's partly the beauty of the you know decentralized nature of the United States, but also it's a, uh, it's becoming more and more divided to the point where it's almost like, a, like a balkanized state where you have, you know, different silos you know it's not so you can't just drive across a border anymore you got to go through you know checkpoints and stuff like that so um i think that's possible and the rise of network states i think is huge because trump with his truth social which which by the way i know we've canary cry listeners and canary cry news talk listeners know this but we always talk about how truth social is one of the greatest (laughs) sort of linguistic uh, neurolinguistic programming psyops of all time because you have mainstream media that has to say Trump sent a truth and then like whatever he said <laughs> so it's like this crazy linguistic uh jujitsu that just makes everything so confusing because you know he's supposed to be lying but he's a true thing on his platform and, you know it's, it's nuts but it's it really is a, a, a very powerful mind control tool um mm-hmm. so yeah, I, I see that happening where it's it, it, a loss can stir up the masses to mobilize. Um, mm. What about, you know, what, is there what's one scripture that really sticks out to you 
that you found relevance to this idea of Trump being the Antichrist? Oh man, there's, there's a bunch. Uh, I just uh, tweeted uh, about the one, I believe it was uh, Second Thessalonians, was it 2.11? Uh, yeah, 2.11, uh, where he says, you know, and for this cause, God shall send them strong delusion mm-hmm. that they should believe a lie, you know, and we have to keep in mind, you know, it's ultimately, it, it's God who is sending the delusion. Right. You know, he's, he's given us his word. He's warned us about putting our trust in man. He's told us everything we need to know. Now he's sending the delusion and those who suppress the truth and unrighteousness and believe a lie are falling into the deception because they did not have they did not uh, have the discernment or the or the knowledge to uh, resist this and you know a, a big thing really in all this is that you know it ultimately you know God is sovereign over all of this and Satan can only do what God allows him to do and you know we have to remember it's 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 not the elite who are controlling everything but God mm-hmm. uh, so I, I love that verse there. Um, you know, I talked earlier about, you know, uh, Jesus saying that I come in my father's name. You do not receive me. Mm-hmm. One shall come in his own name. Um, Revelation 13 talks about the, the first beast who rises from the sea. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, sea has been interpreted by many to mean uh, out of peoples, mm-hmm. uh, out of politics, nations, nations tongues, tongues mm-hmm. multitudes, uh, essentially a human kingdom. Mm-hmm. Right. And, uh, you know, there's that one, uh, I think it's time magazine article, uh, cover where we literally see, uh, Trump rising out of the sea and, and, you know, making his way towards the white house. Um, you know, I, I think of, uh, uh, you know, the, it talks about the man of sin being a, a vile person. Uh, you know, Trump's entire life is based on sin and materialism and greed. Um, I don't think anyone can deny this. Um, it talks about how, you know, uh, the Antichrist uh, it, it will be proud and, and boastful and how he'll come and he'll come uh, by peace. He shall destroy many. I believe that's Daniel chapter eight, verse 25. And it's, it seems that for Trump's entire life, he's been being propped up as the, the peace negotiator. I believe it was in 1983. He, he did a photo shoot with someone. I can't remember his name with the dove. And he was at the time uh, trying to be the peace negotiator bet- uh, for the Middle East, and uh, it's it's just interesting to see how far back this uh, this uh, narrative of him being the the peacemaker ha- has has been you know uh, being propped up, and you know like like all the supporters say he's going to bring peace he's going to bring peace uh, Manly P. Hall you know, the, the occult talking about the man of peace. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, you know, and by peace, he shall destroy many. Uh, you know, it talks about how he will exalt himself. And I mean, Donald Trump on truth social, uh, a couple of weeks ago, uh, retweeted an image and it said, uh, uh, that, uh, you know, Jesus is first and, and Trump is second. And he retweeted <laughs> it, <laughs> you know what I mean? Basically saying, yeah. You know, Trump sees himself as second to nobody but Jesus himself. Now, what happens when he fulfills the prophecies that Jesus is going to fulfill in his second coming? He's going to see himself as first, mm-hmm. right? He sees himself second to no one but but God. How much longer 
until he sees himself as number one. Yeah. You, know, you see? Mm-hmm. And, and bringing him back to second Thessalonians two in chapter four, four, or not, I'm sorry, uh, verse four, he will oppose and exalt himself above every so-called God or object of worship. So he will seat himself in the temple of God, proclaiming himself to be God. That act, you know, there's been different interpretations of this and said, you know, mm-hmm. temple of God, mm-hmm. meaning a human body, that kind of stuff. Right. But it, with what he's done in Jerusalem, it's very interesting if he does some kind of true because what they he moved the embassy to Jerusalem. That's kind of a, yep. a first on step in that direction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, on and, their 70th anniversary. Right. And so I, it's not so far fetched to consider a possible scenario where they create the temple. And then especially if the religious Jewish leaders proclaim him to be some kind of messiah basically you know it's interesting because the religious or spiritual jewish community the people that are uh you know they sort of toe the line between traditional judaism and kabbalah and things like that a lot of rabbis in that world have talked about a messiah you know for a long time almost ever since uh, the first century where they kind of want their messiah they all they've always propped people up to become the Messiah. They're like, Hey, you're the guy, you're the guy. And then like, you know, eventually it doesn't really work out or whatever. It's, it's, it's the history is repeated <laughs> with that. So it's interesting that maybe mm-hmm. they're, they've learned from their mistakes over the years. And when I say they, perhaps uh, the principalities and powers to, mm-hmm. and especially with the technology, it creates a, a layer in between the communication of everything. Right. So that, that makes it even easier to deceive. Uh, so what are your thoughts there? Do you think we will ever see mm-hmm. Trump? And you know, if, if, if there is a third temple rebuilt and Trump sits in it and it says, I I'm God now or whatever, <laughs> whatever he says, I would be like, Hey, you know what? Uh, Donnie Darkin was, was 100% right. This dude is the antichrist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There would be no doubt after that for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I just think it's interesting because, you know, the Jews initially rejected Jesus because, you know, they conflated of the things that Jesus was going to do in his second coming uh, to his first coming. And, you know, this was the, the mystery that Jesus was was te- was talking about mm-hmm. is that there, there were going to be two comings. And, you know, the, the Jews were awaiting uh, a political leader, a king who, right. would, you know, at the time they were under serious Roman oppression. And they saw the Messiah as somebody who was going to come and make Israel uh, uh, great and free whole, and, yeah. and the whole, right, you know, and, and be a great leader for the Jewish nation. But, you know, obviously that wasn't what Jesus's first coming was about. And they rejected him for this. And this is, you know, goes back to what he said. Another shall come in his own name. You will accept him. And they, the Jewish leaders of today really see Trump as that leader. Who is going to destroy their enemies? Who is going to protect them? Who is going to be, uh, you know, uh, s- someone who is going to uh, secure their interests? Uh, I'm not sure if you if you heard the Temple Institute's uh, boy choir. They they did a song called Super Trump. Uh, I'm not sure <laughs> right. if you see this. You can yeah, see yeah, I, yeah. I think I saw. Yeah, talk, about talking about Trump. You know, Trump being their protector. You know. If once the when the sons of Ishmael harm our land, don't you worry, Trump takes a stand. You know, he's really being propped up as this uh as this strong leader and champion for Israel. 
And it, it's, it's, it's so interesting to see that because no other a leader has, has done that, especially not an American leader. Yeah. Um, uh, and to the point where they're now naming, uh, I have a list, there's 30, uh, I have a list of 31 things and growing, uh, things that Israel has renamed after Trump. Oh, you know, you, yeah. You mind sharing some of that with us? Yeah, if I gotta find the list, but I'll share. I'll share you some off the top of my head. Okay. Um. So, for example, the the Golan Heights. Um. They they named this a uh, settlement in the Golan Heights, Trump Heights, which is where Mount, <laughs> which is where Mount Hernan is, which is uh, according to the Book of Enoch, mm-hmm. is where uh, the fallen angels bound the themselves watchers. together. Yeah. Yeah. They 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 bound themselves together against God. They made an oath, and uh, mm-hmm. pretty much the oath is where we go, one we go all. Is essential. Mm-hmm. Is essentially the oath. Yeah. Uh, number one. Number two. Um, they uh, they they are working on creating a railway system that will connect all of the nations uh, around them to the temple, and they rena- and they na- they're naming the uh, tr- the train stop at the temple after Trump, um, which is really That's interesting. Fun. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if you've seen that, but uh, um, there is uh. uh there is so much that that uh, is being attributed to Trump. Uh, he was the first sitting president, but he was the first sitting U.S. president to visit the Western Wall in Jerusalem. Uh, presidents have come before, but not as a sitting president. And uh, it's interesting. Uh, there, there is a uh, there's some footage of Donald Trump sitting and talking with uh, people. Uh, Lev Parnas was one of them, and I don't know if you've seen this, but. He says, you know, it's interesting, Trump. Uh, we've been looking into your your name, and it equals four two four, which is which is the same numbers as uh, Mashiach, uh, son of son of David, mm. and uh, it, which is true, actually. I I've uh, I did a thread on this, and Donald Donald Trump and uh, Mashiach, son of David, in Hebrew, both equal four two four, and they were telling this to Trump. And he's like, oh, that's interesting. And he's like, and the, and Lev says, you know, it's 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 funny. It's like you're the savior of the world. You know, you have the same numbers as Messiah. And when Trump, what's interesting is when Trump went to go visit the Western Wall, right, to become the first president, to, sitting president to do this, the exact moment, and, and I have a, I have the video on my Twitter, the exact moment that his hand touches the wall, the time changes from four twenty three to 424 which is exactly yeah it's someone showed me that and it blew me away um there's just so much it's it's just weird when trump got coronavirus uh the three days before uh sorry on the day that trump got coronavirus uh they held a they held an event in uh in israel and they came together to pray that god miraculously heals trump and you know, three days later, uh, you know he would he would you know say that he w- recovered from from it. And mm. uh, you know, uh, Walter Reed Medical Center in Bethesda, and you know you have the connection to the pool in Bethesda where people right. were, were being healed. Um, you have my goodness, there's just so much. <laughs> oh yeah, we don't have to go through every single one, but we'll try to leave links to uh, some of the stuff. Uh, let's yeah. pick it off the top of your head. Um, <laughs> You know, one of the the issues, especially with Israel, that's interesting as well, is uh, if you look at a map of greater Israel, you know, it goes uh, across the Red Sea. There's parts of Egypt. There's a good chunk of Saudi Arabia. There's 
uh, parts of Iraq, parts of Syria and Turkey, Lebanon. As a peacemaker, it would be very, it's hard to imagine, you know, right now with the Israel-Palestine issue, it's hard to imagine anyone would be able to establish some kind of alliance there, you know, with uh, especially like Saudi Arabia, Iraq, uh, parts of Turkey, Syria. I think that's another huge indicator in, in my uh, I sent you that video yesterday that, you know, is Donald Trump, the Antichrist. Um, in that video, I go through some of the passages that seem to suggest because the Antichrist in Revelation 13 says who can make war with him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, because he's so powerful, he's who can make war right. with him. And so, yeah, of course, that can be interpreted in different ways, but there appears to be some kind of defeating of the nation state Israel, especially Jerusalem, the the neighboring enemies, you know, from their perspective. Yes. And so that is something to really keep in mind. And that's a huge geopolitical thing that if it's hard for us to imagine right now, but if Israel somehow under the guidance of Trump is able to establish or or begin to establish a kind of a greater Israel alliance up there. And there are key things in the scriptures to tell us that this is it. This is the Antichrist thing, because there are certain pockets. I think it's Edom. There's a few others as mentioned in Daniel that don't get taken by this consolidation. And that's sort of the giveaway of like, okay, this is the Antichrist. This is the guy that's going to make it. He's going to make it pretty far. He's going to do the messianic thing for Israel. He's going to get really close. But here are the things that will help you know that this is the counterfeit. And so Mm -hmm. uh, on that regard, you know, Trump is 80. What is he? 80 years old, 79, 80 years old. He's pretty old, right? Or late 70s, I think. Maybe late 70s, maybe 78, maybe 70. Yeah, something like that, because I know Biden is. 80 or 81 so he's old but his son baron who's uh obviously his name i don't know if he's named after that story from 100 years ago by angerson lockwood but he's the one that goes on an adventure to uh hollow earth and i think he time travels in that story and stuff do you have any thoughts on baron trump because if this is a longer play you know trump could really set something up where it could be this new system. It could be sort of a quasi American system that continues a sort of a zombie constitutional Republic that can continue to exist in the multipolar world order uh, where his progeny, perhaps Baron Trump can take over and sort of uh, become the, the, the guy to take the baton of what Trump himself, Donald Trump started. Any thoughts? Yeah. I mean, I don't deny that possibility at all. If it's if this is a longer play, I suppose we could assume that you know Baron Trump would be the one that Donald would pass the torch on to. I, I don't deny that a poss- as a possibility. I just I just really think that I just really think that everything is kind of pointing towards Donald, and that maybe we may have less time than we think. But it's again, it's it's not outside the realm of possibility, and I don't deny that 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 could happen. He's um, six seven. I mean, he's, he's an absolute <laughs> giant. Like, I mean, if you crazy, if you want a leader that wants to uh, impose his physical will in in the room. It's a, <laughs> it's a man who stands uh, a boy, a boy who stands you know taller than most people. So yeah, yeah it's interesting to watch. It's some something to keep an eye on for sure. Um, I can't yeah. believe he's only seventeen, man. He's he's so young. It's crazy. <laughs> he's uh, a giant. Yeah. So uh, 
we talked a little bit about the potential for next year. 20, let's do this. And you know, no, no, uh, this is not, uh, you're not going to be held accountable for this or anything like that. 2028. Okay. Uh, a theoretical end of a four year term for whoever the next president is. Where do you think we are? Where do you think Trump is by that point? Um, so I'm of the belief that we are not in the tribulation period yet. I think that the tribulation period starts with uh, the beast already in power. Um, I think that where where we are and where Trump is right now, I Trump being how they call the last president, where essentially mm-hmm. he 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 is the he's the ruler, he's the king, and perhaps we'll do away with elections at that point in time. I, I don't really know. Um, but the way I see things going down, and I, I could be wrong, is essentially Trump returning to power. He seeks vengeance on his enemies because he's all about getting even, mm-hmm. you know, as he said himself. Um, and that, you know, he will destroy his enemies. The, the, uh, the world will essentially say, like, like who can, who can make war with this man? I mean, right. you know, and uh, a lot of I see a lot of Christians falling more and more into this messianic sort of uh, narrative. And um, I think we'll have I think what could happen is Trump will bring about like this really good part of good part of the timeline where who knows the gas prices get better you know the war the wars all suddenly stop you know um and that everything seems to be going back to the right track and i think that's when this kind of spiritual awakening happens where you know people you know who are of 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 the faith christians are going to see this kind of uh quantum leap as trump says that we're going to take this quantum leap in technology and and uh, and a way of life and uh i believe the mark of the beast is going to be tied with this and i think that true christians with the sermon are going to realize what's happening and they're going to stand against uh this new order and i think that people are going to see us as holding back humanity they're going to see us as the ones who are holding everyone back from this collective consciousness awakening and yeah. this, 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 this new evolution in mankind. And, uh, I think that's when you're going to see real persecution. I think that's, that's where we're going to see the beheadings talked about in revelation 20. I yeah. think this is where we're going to have to make a choice. Are we going to stand with mankind and are we going to stand with, with, with the lie or are we going to stand firm uh, in in Christ and uh, rejecting the mark and laying down our lives peacefully, you know, as Christ did, and it's going to be a very hard decision for a lot of people to make if this is the case. Yeah, and uh, I think we all, whether or not we believe that these are the end times, whether or not we believe that Trump is the Antichrist or whatever the case may be, we need to be preparing ourselves for real persecution. Right? I remember during the pandemic a lot of the pro-trump-esque people were saying that the persecution that was happening by the beast was you know uh the deep state kind of uh persecuting christians by shutting down churches and telling us to wear masks you know and uh, Mm -hmm. i think that it's it's the persecution we will face will be real persecution and that we will have to make a choice of 
you know, our earthly lives or our eternal lives. Yep. You know, there are, uh, we've looked at a lot of different layers and angles to biblical eschatology, uh, bringing Trump into the spotlight in our last uh, 10 years or so has been very fascinating. And I think you're right. I've made this point many times on my channel that what Christians are about to go through is not, not good. I mean, it's, it's, it's not for the faint of heart. Revelation 13, 7 and onward, it says, Then the beast was permitted to wage war against the saints and to conquer them. And it was given authority over every tribe and people and tongue and nation. And all who dwell on the earth will worship the beast, all whose names have not been written from the foundation of the world in the book of life belonging to the lamb who was slain. He who has an ear, let him hear. If anyone is destined for captivity into captivity, he will go. If anyone is to die by the sword, by the sword, he must be killed. Here is a call for the perseverance and faith of the saints. So, yeah, I mean, it really does lay out. Hey, you might die for this, but are yeah. you it's it, it's it's really brings to a head. You know, there there is no more kind of wishy-washy, lukewarm Christianity. It's like, do you really believe this or not? You know, and, and that's part of the fascinating thing with the 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 revealing or the uh, awakening process is that all this corruption is being exposed, but then it, it also exposes your own worldview. And it's like, okay, are you really against it? Or are you going to fold under the pressure of, you know, death? First death anyway. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. so I think you're right. I think we're uh, things are only going to get worse. And perhaps, mm-hmm. uh, you know, as, as we recorded this, that Nashville shooting is just a, a smidge, just a small little taste of what might come mm-hmm. to uh, anyone who declares themselves as uh, followers of Christ, especially, you know, if, a, if Trump restores a bunch of Western culture and, you know, the U.S. dollar is back uh uh, strong in the world somehow or the digital dollar or whatever because trump has been anti-crypto he's been pro uh, dollar he's been pro 5g too he was like really into 5g for a little while mm-hmm. yeah. um, so you know he's he's got all the the hallmarks to be sort of that technocratic elite uh distributing some sort of payment apparatus that you have to have to participate in the buying and selling of anything in the western world uh, maybe maybe Trump bucks or something. Maybe you got to have the, the MAGA on your head or something if you want to do. It. But um, yeah, the the persecution, the the idea that saying you're a Christian and you believe that it doesn't even have to be Trump being the Antichrist. It's it's that hey, we yeah look Trump great great whatever, but we're not going to worship this guy. Yeah, you know, we're just not going to do it. And I got to say. At the beginning, when I started doing all the stuff, 2011 ish, the closest thing that I saw to worship, you know, was maybe Obama. You know, people are kind of worshiping Obama. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Queen of England, I thought, was kind of like a worshiping type of thing. A lot of Mm -hmm. athletes might have fit that bill where, you know, they're they're being worshipped or celebrity types. But with Trump, it, it. it, it, the idea back then being like, okay, maybe it won't be so political. Maybe it's through entertainment or some other means, but Trump is the guy that sort of bridged it, right? He's from entertainment. Yeah. Now he's doing politics. It bridged all of it. And it's yeah. kind of like, okay, well he's, <laughs> he's just covering all the bases. <laughs> That's true. So, yeah, that uh, true. yeah. Okay, cool. Well, Anything else that's on your heart or your mind that you'd want to share uh, with the audience here concerning this topic? 
Yeah. I mean, like I always say, we need to be careful not to put our trust in man because this world is, this world is fallen and sinful. It has been since the fall and it will be until Christ's return. Uh, we can't keep putting all of our hopes that the princes of this world will save us and that, you know, we will achieve, you know, the kingdom of God here on earth uh, apart from Christ's return. And I think a lot of this really binges on that. So, and that would be my final thoughts. 100%. Well, appreciate you, Donnie Darkened. Where can we follow you, find all your content? Yeah, you can find all of my content on Twitter uh, at real, uh, sorry, no, at Donnie Darkened. And um, I would really recommend using the search tab. The search tab is very, very helpful to covering topics. I mean, most of my day now is, is just saying, repeating things I've said over and over and over and over again. So if you have any questions, just go use that search tab and type in a keyword. I most likely went over it. Excellent. We uh, recommend everybody go check that out. Thank you, Donnie Darkin, for being here and we'll hope to hear from you soon. Thank you for having me. Thank you. I am innocent. Innocent. They're coming after me. Bye-bye. So there you have it. That's our conversation with Donnie Darkened. Hope you get something out of it. Please share this episode with friends, family, especially if they're really caught up in the whole Trump phenomena. Might be something to help them ground themselves in the word a little bit and uh, just back off on the worship of Trump. You can support the guy politically, but of course, there's always a danger of falling into idolatry when it comes to political leaders. That being said, we appreciate you being here. Thank you so much for listening all the way till the end. If you feel like you got any value out of this episode, consider providing value back with your time, talent, or treasure. Go to canarycry.support, learn how to become a producer of the show, and that will keep this train rolling. Hope everyone has a fantastic day. God bless, and remember to think outside the cage. Outside the cage.